Hello and welcome to The New Conspiracist, the show that's really spooky and weird and full of werewolves because it's Halloween. My name is Johnny and Rubenstein and beside me is the ghost of James Ball, the real James, sadly passed away in the week, but luckily his spirit has joined me here in the studio. James, James, where's James? I mean, I, I'm moderately worried this could be true by the time it exits. It is, it is quite scary. He is here, but he does look ghostly <laughs> On the outside, I, I feel gaunt and spoopy. So. How are you? Are you being sued by multiple people at once? Yep. Hooray! Yes, I am. Nothing changes. So on this week's show, we are joined by comedian and podcaster Rachel Fairburn. Now, Rachel, as I'm sure you already know, is the co-host of the comedy true crime mega podcast, All Killer No Filler, in which she and fellow comedian Kiri Pritchard-McLean look at the grisly world of serial killers. The pod launched around 2014 and has been hailed, praised, given love by The Independent, Esquire, The Guardian, The Times and more. On multiple occasions. She's launching a new podcast, Ghoul Guide, on Monday the 31st of October, where Rachel is visiting some of the UK's most haunted destinations and deciphering spooky truth from spooky fiction. As if anything could be scarier than this podcast studio. So Joel, what is it that we're discussing with Rachel this week? Well, today we're getting all scary and Halloween-y, exploring the world of mediums and asking, is the $2 billion psychic medium industry a scam? But before we get into the show, you can sign up to listen to this episode completely ad-free and receive all of our bonus episodes by joining the Tier 4 Platinum Circle on newconspiracist.com. Pause this pod right now and head over there. I psychically command you. On with the show. Rachel Fairburn, welcome to the show. How are we? Thank you. I'm very well. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah. It's a grey old day in London. How are you feeling inside your body? Do you know what? I'm all right. Yeah? Yeah. I'm not hungover. I'm not ill. I'm feeling fine. It's pretty the good. dream. Yeah. The impossible dream. Yeah. Whereas our also, co-host... Also, Northern. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Another Northern guest. Oh, oh yeah. no. You're going to start Anyth- ganging up Anything to keep you in a minority, <laughs> You're going to gang up with me again. <laughs> um, so, Rach, before we get into this week's fascinating and scary question... Do you have to say spooky? Oh, yeah, yeah, spooky <laughs> question. We'll come to that later. Um... What would you say was your like entry level conspiracy theory? Like, what was the what was the first one you kind of remember hearing about? So I've I've always been a bit of a I was a very strange child. I was always reading sort of you know supernatural things and you know reading true crime stuff that I really shouldn't have been reading because I was too young. But uh, the first one I remember was when I used to read. Uh, my granddad used to have a collection of the Illustrated Police News sort of Victorian <laughs> thing. Yeah, and I used to sit there and look the at it. Illustrated <laughs> Police yeah. News. Yeah. No, they, they were. Is this could, a northern thing? You could still no, no, find a, like old copies it, of it. It's yeah. a, it was a, like a, a trashy paper that was. I'm excited you know, to hear for, more about It was all Victorian crimes, but I remember looking at it and I got really interested in Jack the Ripper, and then I ripped the first proper conspiracy theory I remember was the one where it's like well Jack the Ripper is a member of the royal family yeah oh why haven't we done that one we're gonna have to do that one day my producer and my exec producer are both losing it with mouths open wide a la family guy characters (laughs) whereas we all know that Jack the Ripper was actually Ted Cruz what And JFK Jr. is coming back on the next flight. Um, <laughs> JFK so, Jr. is our guest next well, week. I've got, I've got to say, that is the first time that one's come up. Mm. Like when you when you got to like uni, I think like 
Did you? What was your kind of like first smoking weed one or uni one or whatever? Like, oh, what was well, your first? Two, like, two things. I've not been to university. And I've never smoked weed. Big. There so. you go. <laughs> so, you know, A plus research um, on this podcast. But I'm just intrigued. <laughs> did you get hit by the wave of 9/11 when that happened, or was um, it like? To be honest, with you, I, I do still read 9/11 conspiracy theories even oh, now. Nice, I do nice. still read those now. For entertainment, or just because you think you're going to solve it? I hate to say, probably entertainment. Right, yeah, yeah same. Um, I mean, that's yeah. what I read. So. But, but also the other, you know, Roswell and aliens and stuff like that. Yeah. That's, I, of course, that's what, the... We're more what, into I quite, that. what I quite like is the um, the illustrated sort of crime news things. They were basically like the take a break of their yeah. era. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, properly, but probably a little bit more accurate. They used, to, they used to obviously make stories up as well in the illustrated police news. It'd be things like, you know, a woman abducted by a gorilla at zoo and it'd just be a drawing of that. And it was just... <laughs> And the oh horse and cat and it have it have pictures of like skeletons with with shrouds on beckoning like children <laughs> from wells and stuff like that. But so, the, that's this, my idea of a good you know Christmas season you know skeleton murdering yeah. a match girl. Is that another that's northern crazy. thing exactly like it. skeletons coming out of wells beckoning <laughs> quietly? We do we do have a lot of wells. <laughs> James, what are we going to be discussing this week? Well, it's actually this is this is our consumer protection week. It's just coincidentally near Halloween. Whoa. Um, <laughs> we are we are looking at the serious consumer question of whether or not the two billion dollar a year psychic medium industry is a scam. So, Rachel, why did you choose this question? I've always been really interested in the supernatural, anything spooky, anything creepy. Um, I have been to psychics in the past uh, i my family have been to psychics i've had it, it's something that i've been interested in i do sort of dabble a bit with doing readings and stuff like that i don't know if i believe any of it but i am fascinated by it but it's just something that i've had experience and i sort of flip between going oh this is this has to be true, and <laughs> this is the biggest oldest shit i've ever heard in my life so i i did i did have a slight um it might shock you to hear that I was a bit of a shit and a bit of a wind-up merchant as a teen. Oh, okay. No, and I was quite <laughs> fucking shocked. I was I was reasonably good at doing fake card shuffles, and okay. um, we we tended to always have tarot cards in the house and around the place. So if you Two. just if you just do a little rigged tarot card shuffle so that people get death and the uh, coffin and the <laughs> I've never seen this before I'm really intrigued you really really fuck with you oh I'm, quite, I'm genuinely quite shocked so are you telling me you grew up in a house with loads of tarot cards and oh and like essential oils and alternative oh. you name it you wow. name it wow I am shocked the empiricist James Ball is that why you're such a deep empiricist now <laughs> that was my teenage rebellion was science um Wow. But but they are excellent to fuck with people because they'd be quite nice ones. I mean, tarot cards can be properly gorgeous. Like I, I'll go in for the art. Oh, yeah. But but what you do as well is you make a big thing of go. Well, I I only know how to do the five card draw because the proper one is doing a grid and it takes forever. Well, it's the cross, isn't it? The, uh, the, the, the cross can, is the you one. You can do the cross or the grid or the. But I just do a simple five card draw and you, and so you bring death out and you go. Don't worry, it actually means change. It's you know, it's it's only worrying if other ones come next to it and then, you know, cough it. James, do you think that maybe as the host of the new Conspiracies podcast, a podcast that tries to put conspiracy theories to the sword, that it may be slightly problematic that you have spent your time spreading erstwhile conspiracies in your youth, breaking the soul of numerous people with your mysticism? Yeah, but that's fine. <laughs> 
I've got to be honest. When we said, when we looked at the title of this, a $2 billion industry, I was pretty shocked. Were you, were you shocked by that? I don't think so, no. no. No, there's a lot of needy people out there who want answers. Yeah. <laughs> this is what, yeah. But if you think about it, if you think about selling tarot cards, if you think about people going to see, you know, like Psychic Sally, all that kind of stuff. Oh, yes. You know, um, what's his name, Colin Fry, all these kind yeah. of people. They sell out huge, huge venues. So I'm not, and, and it's like a, you know, it's huge in America, it's big in Britain. It's, it's He's like the David Icke of, of, of the spiritual world. I, I I sort of, I find the people who go to the stadium ones quite weird. You know, a sort of woman who wants to hear each week how, you know, her reg is doing on the mm. other side. It's sort of just a nice fiction, isn't it? Yeah. You're sort of going just to get a bit of connection, a bit of company. Yes. The person, who, you know, you see the same psychic one-on-one every week. She knows at this point, you know, he's never going, actually, he's having a fucking awful time. He's being tortured for his sins because <laughs> yeah. he didn't repent. <laughs> actually, he's saying, if you want mine coming, he's having his na- her fingernails ripped off one by oh, one at the moment. Please. You know, it's never that, is he's, it? He's, he's asking, can you pray a bit harder for him? <laughs> a little it's like bit your harder. prayer at the moment. Yeah, says go up one more tier. You know, gold (laughs) tier's not doing it. Platinum says if you give me a tenner, I can put a word in for you. It's quite weird, isn't it? Because I've always thought that with all of this kind of you know mysticism, you know, literally whether it's either people getting into the kind of yoga Vedas or you know Tara or you know, I mean, Madonna was into all of it. So I'm not even going to go there. There are some people who seem to have a sort of chronic lack of agency in their life and therefore look for some sort of guidance. And there are other people, a bit like a lot of conspiracy theories, who just kind of do it for a bit of a laugh. Mm, I think that is true. I think most people that do engage with it, though, probably, like you say, need something. Like you're looking for an answer. You might be quite vulnerable. I mean, Mm. the times that I've gone to psychics, it's been either... I've been thinking about ending a relationship. Oh, is it? <laughs> or I've come out of a relationship. Interesting. So what I really wanted was someone that I didn't know to say to me, leave the relationship. He's a yeah, fucking wrong yeah, that, That's what I wanted. Yeah. And I then, you know, coming out of the relationship, you want someone to go, everything's going to be great. This, this is <laughs> yeah. So this is it. It's like, you know, nobody, I don't think anyone goes to engage with these kind of things because they're really happy and they're positive about the future. That's so, so interesting. So, yeah. Although, although, like, I, this is a classic bit of family myth making. But my gran would tell this quite often until you know she dies when she stops. Um, <laughs> but like when shortly after she was sort of married and my mum was a baby and and she was there, they went to Blackpool for a holiday. Mm. You know, sort of gypsy hut on the sea kind of thing mm. this is the classic and they sort of did the spontaneous thing of let's get a reading and um she got got one for her husband my granddad and uh she did the thing of giving the money back and saying you know i i can't see a future sort of thing oh, oh uh, wow Blimey. and he died within the year what he really? was run over by a tank. No way, mate. He was a tank driving instructor. <laughs> but, That's... So I, I don't go in for this stuff, but my gran told that story. And, I mean, it's sort of, it's an amazing one to get a bit of a story and get people yeah. believe. But he did die. Um, That's see, mad, that, isn't it? See, then I, then I have an experience of this. So when so my mum and my aunties used to go to psychics, yeah, not frequently, but, you know, enough times for me to remember. Only five times a week. Only five times a week. And, but my mum is not in, doesn't believe 
anything to do with anything supernatural. She thinks it's all a load of rubbish. But she did go to see a psychic, and I must have been about six years old at the time, and I was a really shy child, just, you know, reading me murder books and stuff like that. Like, <laughs> absolute little weirdo. And I was so shy, but the, the psychic she went to told my mum, she said, oh, you've got... Uh, she said, oh, you've got um, two daughters. And she said something about my sister, who was only a baby at the time. But then she said about me, she said, oh, um, you've got your other daughter, who's very quiet, very shy. But I'll tell you now, she's going to have a career in entertainment and I think she's probably going to be a stand-up comedian. No way. So, and of course my mum was thinking... Jokes on them, you're a librarian. <laughs> <laughs> Well, got I did actually fuckers. used to be like Brett. Really? Did, yeah. Oh my god! Oh so my god! <laughs> that, I mean, that is actually that's, slightly that is, unnerving. See, we're all maybe we're all a bit uh, psychic, but yeah. So my mum was like, "Well, it's how? a gift and a curse." I know. I always I thought know. James was a spiritual medium. <laughs> I've got that kind of karmic energy. He's got that vibe about him. Yeah, I, mean, I, you, I, I am literally so wearing a new Reboros. So. I mean, there you go. There you Ooh, go. What's that? It's the snake that's eating itself. It's like the eternal symbol oh, thing. We are learning a lot, audience, <laughs> wow. about the true nature of James Ball today. It is special. actually very revealing. This like, yeah. I mean, I'm just an interest. Straight off the bat, who believes that any psychic power is possible around this table? Yes, I do believe that, that there are. There has to be for certain things that have, have, have happened. Like I've, I've experienced things that I've gone. Well, that was weird. I think there's definitely something that we could tap into, but we don't necessarily. Okay, Jamesy? Not quite sure. I think mm. there's stuff that we don't understand about how quantum works, about how time works, how all sorts of shit works. So let me stress, I think 99.9999% of anything that we look at it, there's a much more obvious explanation. It's usually grifters. Mm. But I think you're a bit arrogant to completely rule it out, especially when mm. things like that can feel like intuitions or premonitions are just bits of your brain piecing together information in a way you're not quite sure have, of. Have either of you ever taken ayahuasca or DMT? Because oh I have. I've not even smoked weed. I'd be terrified. So I've, I've only done things that are strictly legal. What I found absolutely fascinating was an immediate understanding that, you know, in the same way that, like, uh, a dog whistle, mm -hmm. we can't hear it. Mm -hmm. I immediately got a sense that, you know, there was a whole colour spectrum we weren't just capable of sort of intuiting. And I get that that is, you know, it's... That's it's, literally it's, true, yeah. What, that's, what, it's literally true. What colours that you... That we've never seen that you saw when you one hundred percent, and and as in like Ooh. immediate contact with them, and, and and the fractal reality that you know all things are alive, and you are you are because DMT exists in every single mm -hmm. sort of living organism, but it also led to something really interesting, which I've been dealing with a lot. Now I'm sure a lot of you have had experiences uh, listening where you are thinking of someone and they call you. Or, you know, me and my mum massively have this. Like, yes. it happens all the time. But have you ever had a dream about something and then gone, well, that's weird because that's, like, a couple... And it's not conscious. It's not like you wake up going, oh, I've had a vision. It's It can be really small things. Mm -hmm. You know, it can literally be, like, seeing someone or something like that and a couple of weeks later something clicks or something like that. Have you ever had anything I've, like I've that? I've not had it where it's been the dream, but I've had it where, and I, I, like I said, I get it with my mum quite a lot, where sometimes I ring her and she goes, oh, I just picked up the phone then because I knew you were going to call. Exactly what So I that get. kind of thing, or like I, you know, she sometimes she sort of senses things or, yeah. you know, you, but, but I think that's just mothers and, and children, I don't know. But there was one time that something really freaked me out. So I'd, I'd left school a good sort of seven years. I was walking through Manchester City Centre, where I lived at the time, and I was... I suddenly thought about a girl that I hadn't thought about since I left school. A girl that I wasn't, wasn't friends with, made no impression on me. Five minutes later, she walked round the corner. 
Madness. And I just, you know, I got all goosey. I went, <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, why did it? Why has that happened? And that freaks me out. Is that so what you so, call normative determinism? Like when something actually happens that then is sort of a self-fulfilling... It's, it's not quite... You're thinking of nominative determinism, that's one, yeah. but that's like if you're called Chip and then kill people in a wood chipper or whatever. <laughs> I, why, just dyslexic boy just fucking going off why, on one, why was, why was that where, where my brain went? Um, <laughs> if you want to out yourself as a, as a fucking serial killer, we'll get so many likes and views. Uh, Can like you imagine? Like so many listeners. <laughs> do you want to... Because true crime is smashing it at the minute. So, yeah. But we'll just on. pivot into a true crime podcast. <laughs> just <laughs> the first one where... It could be a killer, though, because he looks like a bit of a hobbit. He's now told he's got a fucking snake eating itself around his neck. And and you, you're very unassuming. Like yeah. you, you just it'd be like, what? No, no, not James. The thing is, I've seen him at a festival. Okay. Well, I know it is possible. <laughs> I'm, I'm very meek and mild at festivals. <laughs> yup. Yeah. I, you know, while there are these things, I think almost anyone who makes money off it is an absolute huckster. Totally. And like, there's nice ones, and then there's the absolute shits who have earpieces in, and we'll get on to yes. those. But I, I can remember being out in Rome with friend of the podcast, Nikki Wolf, uh, who... This is from your Opus Day chapter. Q&R in previous seasons. And um, we'd sort of decided to go out in the sort of gay bit. And, uh, really weird for you. Yeah, just not like me at all. <laughs> um, there was sort of this elderly psychic in the street who sort of was really playing her, her hustle. So he gave her, her 10 euros and she went... The woman that you love, she will come back to you. Yeah. You know, the breakup's up. I was like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. And she went, just wait. Just... But I can't decide if she was just like a marketing genius or just the worst psychic ever because we were quite drunk. Mm. And so we gave her another 10 euros. Oh, and went, you know, do you want to try oh. again? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. no. Lucky dude. Oh, God. <laughs> and she, you know, and she just kept doubling down on the fact that this female love would come back to me. That'd be mad. It's it's like, you know, it's not just, you know where it's like, okay, maybe you could kind of go, she's going, you'll end up, you know, married to a woman or whatever. But, I haven't been in a relationship with a woman ever, so there's not one that can come I you are quite back. a repressed straight man. <laughs> but maybe. Like, and you just need that, the courage to come out. It depends how you read into it, doesn't it? Maybe she didn't mean a woman in a, you were in a relationship with. Maybe she just meant a woman that you were friends with or, or a, yeah. a woman from a... Maybe you missed I'm not a character. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you missed a character from childhood from a yeah. book, and you think you might go to a market and find. So you can just read it. Anything. This is what I fucking love about all of this. You see, is it's like that's a relatively specific statement. Right? It's like, yeah, but maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. This, yeah. But can... maybe it's that. Yeah. So look, well, I, I do quite like it when people lead them on in the audience. If you get the rare oh, yeah. thing where there, skeptics there, so it's like I, I'm getting something from a. A Jess. And it's like, there's 500 people in the audience, of course there's a Jess. But I yeah. quite like it if someone goes, yeah, let's see, she's saying she's happy on the other side. It's like, well, she's she's at home in the kitchen. So, you know, <laughs> I doubt she is. <laughs> so listen, I want to ask you a question. So what percentage do you think of Americans believe in at least one of four sort of concepts identified as New Age? So I'll take like, you know, reincarnation, astrology. What Ooh. sort of percentage do you reckon? I'd say 
70%. It's a bit less than that. It's 62%. Oh, okay. But about 41%. That's lower than I would have thought. I think it's a bit I, lower I as well, because I've been to America a lot of the times. They're batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was 41% believe in psychics. And one market analyst found that psychic services industry has been growing steadily over the past five years or so, almost like a lack of hope in the world, reaching over $2 billion in revenue in the US by 2018 from activities like reading and public talks. But I mean, it should be stressed. The global industry is going to be fucking huge because, like, South America, Latin America, this stuff's like big, Mm -hmm. and you know, there's less of it here, but there's loads of it. Well, recently, every so often, I like to, you know, because we're living in a cost of living crisis, and I am a stand-up comedian, and and I earn money through doing this as my job. However, sometimes I have a panic and go, "Oh my god, what other jobs are out there?" Just in case. (laughs) And just two weeks ago, I was looking on a job website, and um, they were looking for. Psychic Psychic phone for, line for was the phone it? Line, yeah. Shut up. What, Mystic Megging? Just for like, but like telesales? But yeah, all it said was like, um, uh, yeah, we need psychics for this phone line. Um, genuine experience needed. Uh, <laughs> but, but then also immediate start. Oh, <laughs> So, you know. So, um, I mean, did you ever hear the uh, the sort of famous one where uh, Kelvin McKenzie sacked the uh, son's astrologer when he was still the editor? Oh, no. He wrote to her. As you will no doubt have foreseen. <laughs> oh my god, amazing. <laughs> this blew my fucking mind. So on TikTok, that's hilarious. So uh, the, I, how, I, how I to am, tell that the host am, of this I, podcast I, is in his forties. <laughs> the youth with their TikToks. <laughs> so on TikTok, the hashtag spirituality and spirits has how many billions Ooh, I'd, I'd go for of views, respectively? Tic-tac. Yeah. You could sell spiritual Tic Tacs if you want. I mean, is it just Tic Tacs like laced with LSD? You're actually getting Oh my God, that's story. such a good market. So how many billion views do you reckon on Tic Tac, the well-known uh, social media company, the hashtag spirituality has? Ooh, 52. 52 billion? Yeah. I don't know. Look, I'm really going for it here now. I mean, I mean I've, I've read the notes. Oh, I know. It's actually only 15 billion, but that That's blew still a my lot. fucking mind. And medium, 3.6 billion views. So it's clearly I mean, it is kind growing, of is it? Yeah. I mean, what, what, what I just quite like here is uh, in the notes put together by uh, evil producer Michael, uh, we have here... According to a scientist on Goop, isn't that bloody? Um, isn't that old uh, Gwyneth yeah, Paltrow? Yeah, yeah, Gwyneth Paltrow's. Uh, this is the the vaginal eggs and all of this oh, stuff. Wow. But according Who's to not a, gonna trust a scientist, a woman, as right, endorsed by Michael the New the Conspiracist producer. production team, uh, and I quote. The rule of thumb is that all mediums are psychic, but not all psychics are mediums. Amazing. While anyone can potentially have mediumistic or psychic experiences, mediums experience regular communication from the deceased and psychics regularly experience information about or from living people, distant locations or events, and or times in the future or past. Brackets that they did not originally experience. That is okay. apparently the science part. That is incredible. Right. Because, you know, I've just um, I've just finished this amazing... Amazing book. Do you read? Have you ever read any Ian McEwan books? I, of course, I have. I love Ian McEwan. Do you ever read any of his books? So he's this book, Lessons, that's just come out recently, and part of it, I won't spoil anything, but one of the characters dies and watches someone die, and he's a kind of a meditation on the medical industry and religion, 
And you sort of forget, or I certainly do anyway, that until very, very recently, the medical establishment was basically seen as heretical. Mm-hmm. And, and religion, essentially mystics, was saying, oh, it's ungodly to vaccinate someone. It's ungodly to give them painkillers. It's against, you know, it's not right. Their spirit, in one of the, the, the sections, he talks about whether your spirit would not go to heaven if you had any painkillers. And this is all kind of part of the same thing, don't you think? Blimey. These things end up in a real contrast because if you're if you're trying to sort of go, there's more to earth than what you can measure mm. and what you can, and the scientific sort of method is what you can prove, what you can evidence... The two are going to be in philosophical opposition, and yeah. so they're going to end up in quite direct opposition. And I think the sort of clever and less harmful ones kind of take the view of, well, the spiritual level is as well as. And so you do all the things for good health that you know evidence points you towards, and then this is a bonus one. The ones where it becomes almost totalitarian mm-hmm. are like the ones where it's like, no you've got to do our thing fully or else. And that's what fucks people up. See, that's where it becomes cult-like. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, you know, when people are starting to say, actually, you know, and and deep down, a lot of these people know, I think. They just, they love having the power of it. Do you think? Yeah, and I think some people do this because they do like to have a bit of power over people and they do like to sort of be like, well, I know, I'm ever so wise and you don't know, know, that kind of thing. So I think there are a lot of, dodgy people spiritualism was like massively in the vogue in Mm. in like the sort of second half of the 19th century early 20th and so queen victoria was big into it it's sort of fairly understandably Mm. it's people who've been chosen by god and you become the queen (laughs) but it's also it's heresy right you know if you are the you know she is the embodiment of the connection between god and the church yeah and she's sort of going and saying you know seances and so on but she would uh, get advice from her late husband on like political matters no No. Uh, is this real yeah (laughs) no way yeah no that that would happen so in inverted commas her late husband so somebody is talking to queen victoria and going well he actually thinks so yeah i mean look that's the yargo level shit isn't it and this is why we don't have women in chat. Why, why am I going so sexist today? I don't believe any of this shit. Um, so Arthur, You've been listening to that Andrew Tate podcast again. Uh, though, Arthur Conan Doyle. Men's rights, Joel. Men's yeah. rights. Um, Arthur Conan Doyle, sort of Sherlock author. That doesn't like, surprise really, me. Really, really famously a um, a spiritualist. Uh, and yeah, he, he was quite into it. Thomas Edison. This blows my really? mind. So the thing with Edison was he was a complete grifter and a complete salesman. And so people aren't quite sure whether he was into it because it was high fashion. Okay. You know, Queen Victoria was into it, all of this. But he tried to sort of create a spirit phone so oh. that, you know, as well as the telephone across distance, oh, you could go across the veil. <laughs> but he sort of thought you could do a kind of scientific spiritualism. And then the last one we'll go to, just because I think this is quite a pleasing sort of thing, was uh, Mary Todd Lincoln. And I don't course, know who this is. Who is this? I mean, the surname's a clue. Okay. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Abe's, Abe's, Abe's wife. I, I mean, actually, correct the sheet here, she was Mary Lincoln. People would add the Mary Todd Lincoln to diminish her um, <laughs> and, like, sort of slag, slag her off, basically. Okay. It was to 
suggest she was a sort of country bumpkin. They added the Todd, and yeah, she I went hate the Todd. She went by God. Mary Lincoln. But Bastards. Obviously, she had pretty much the worst trip to the theatre anyone's mm-hmm. ever had. <laughs> yes, uh, but, but she lost a son three years before that as well. Oh no! And so she's believed to have conducted at least eight science seances in the White House. Wow. Oh. Um, That's got to almost be the most sacrilegious place because obviously it was, you know, it was built to not have any religious artifice. Yeah. That is so, quite fascinating. Ah. I mean, look, we've, the various people have fucked with the White House in quite a few ways over <laughs> over the time. I mean, we, the Brits burned it down once. This is true. So, I mean, maybe Monica Lewinsky should have said that what was on the dress was uh, ectoplasm. <laughs> oh, oh, and uh, I was just doing a seance. It's, uh, it's, it's not the president. I mean, she, she was seance <laughs> relations with that woman. She was communing with something. Yeah, yeah she fucking was. Now, as many listeners may have realised throughout the course of the series... Have I been betrayed by a quiz? Numerous times, James has sprung on me quizzes that I had no idea were happening. But today, it's my turn. Because today, we're going to play James Gets His Tarot Reading. That's right. We are going to do live on the podcast a tarot reading. And to my Paul Daniels, Rachel would be my fabulous Debbie McGee. Now, James, I have realised today that you are no stranger to the tarot cards. So I'm going to pass James the tarot cards now. We're going to do the diamond formation. Rachel, could you please read us what the diamond formation is for? The diamond. Okay, the layout is useful for more clarity on a specific issue. Number one, the issue. That is in the middle. Two, internal influence that you are unable to see. Three, external influence of which you are aware. Four, Mm. what is needed for the resolution. Five, resolution, the understanding. And that is at the top. Is there any particular spiritual question you think you'd like to ask? Well, the the central one will presumably tell us what we're asking. That's true. So the issue. What is the issue, James? The issue. It's a picture of a haunted-looking jolly and screaming. A a haunted-looking jolly. Uh, No, it's past lives. Past. Wow. So let's go to past lives. Let's see. Oh, my God. Uh, the hands of existence form the shape of the female genitals. The opening of the <laughs> cosmic mother revealed within are many images. Why is it with psychics and, fe- me and female <laughs> oh genitals? My God, maybe God. he's going straight. <laughs> I'm sorry, but the entire psychic realm is homophobic. This is so deep. While it might be entertaining to fantasise about famous past lives, it is just a distraction. The real point is to see and understand the karmic patterns of our lives and their roots in an endless repetitive cycle that traps us in unconscious behaviour. <laughs> the events in your life are trying to show you a pattern as ancient ancient as the journey of your own soul. Jamesy, how are you feeling about that? Because <laughs> I, I that's the that. issue. That's, that's, the, probably, that's, that's the main issue that we're dealing it, it with It seems today. a bit of a vague issue. I don't know about it. It seems quite clear to me. It means this, what, the issue that we're looking at today, you need a wake-up call. Yeah. We've got some rainbow lizards who bang into it. Yeah. And there's some people on the card who look a bit pissed off in your past lives. I mean, anyway, I yeah. mean sort of, you know, knowing and not Hi, knowing listeners. Producer Michael here. As you can probably guess, this went on for quite a long time. So, to save you precious time in your busy lives, we're skipping through most of it. But we did learn some interesting things along the way. Like... Yeah, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know so much about... Oh, wait, you, you know, HRT or something, yeah. No, yeah. You, know those, you know those adverts that used to always be marketed at women for, like, women pooing? Oh, and yeah. like once she take, she'd be just doing that very sadly and then take one and then there'd be, like, falling leaves. And... 
In fact, the one and only result of postponing things is a dull and depressing feel and, and being stuck. James, I, I, I think this is about your sexuality quite a lot. <laughs> okay, let's go but to trust me, it's better for everyone if we move on. So here's the conclusion we arrived at. I think yes. it's, no, I think it's more literal than that. I think you were oh. actually, your body, you were frozen in ice, your spiritual self was put into ice, and then you were reborn. That's a pretty daisy. As a pretty, pretty mm. daisy. Nice. It may. That would be 250 quid, please. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know how anyone listening to this podcast could possibly doubt the power of spirituality so, after that. You know, if, if you found that great, listen to just 2 dollars <laughs> yeah, You can yeah. listen to our bonus episodes <laughs> yeah. where each week, Jolien will analyse one reader <laughs> over the course of a mere two-hour recording, <laughs> which is what that took without the edits. Now, it's really interesting, isn't it? Because the in, in, in sort of modern mediums, there's actually now laws to protect. So genuine mediums have been protected since 1951 by the Fraudulent Mediums Act, under which prosecutors had to prove fraud and dishonest intent to secure a criminal conviction, which was definitely very difficult, right? I mean, I mean it, it's, yeah, it's insane. In that Essentially, you could find false tapping devices and mm. stuff like this, which a lot of people would have, you know, they'd have little contrivances. And you would think that that would be a sign. Or in modern sort of era, someone would have an earpiece and a sort of accomplice who yeah. was kind of going, oh, I sent someone here, but they've written down their problem as they come in. Yeah. That wouldn't be enough. Because if the person could convincingly say, yes, we do some theatre, we do some showmanship, but we still believe it's real, mm -hmm. you essentially would have to have the person on video or in writing saying, all of this is a scam, I'm hoaxing these yeah. people. And short of that, you could show all of the contrivance and all of the sort of fakery and you still wouldn't get a sort of offence. And so mm. that sort of ran through in the UK still, I mean, but the EU sort of added you can only market this as entertainment. You can't say it's information or healing. Yeah. Because, look, you know, if people had, had the gift and it's that accurate and uncanny that people should take advice on it... You know why isn't there a psychic hedge fund? Well, let's get like, into let's get returns. into this deep shit because this is where my friends of the podcast are going to get really excited. Now, Rachel, mm -hmm. would you like to hear about what the U.S. Army set up in the Stargate project in 1978? Absolutely, because this is the shit that I like. So, a secret unit was set up to explore the possibility of psychic phenomena in military and domestic intelligence applications, which I think is only bettered, really, by the dolphins that no, put minds on No, the dolphins things. work. Uh, who says this doesn't work? So, what, what, what did they do? So, it's a really good sign that the Cold War is going badly at this stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And also... Well, I told you, people only go to psychics when something's yeah. wrong. You know, this is what's happening. And also a sign that the US Army had too much funding. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they did sort of... They, they set up this unit and genuinely tried to find people among different units who thought they were predisposed to it and sort of set up out in the middle of nowhere... And they tried to sort of look into whether they could do psychic intelligence gathering, but they also sort of most famously tried to kind of do psychic weaponry. Yeah, this is So nuts. could you have psychic assassins who could be sitting in Nevada and, like, you know, kill... Uh, <gasps> wow. You know, credit to John Ronson, his book on this is excellent. It's just its old hat now, The Men Who Stare oh, at Goats. Oh, yeah. Stop, like, <laughs> noshing him off. 
they they had people just spend hours and hours and hours staring at a goat trying to kill it oh with Rachel, the power of their mind. Have you ever tried to knock someone out with psychic evils? You know, when I was, when was a teenager, you tried to send bad vibes. Did you? you? Did yeah, you bad you vibes did. them up? You tried it, but no, nothing. What did happened. they do to you? Oh, it'd be something trivial, like, you know, ooh, someone took something out of my pencil case at oh, school fuck. or, you I know, think, nothing. Do we think that the kind of mass... Because I think it's really only in, like, the last five, ten years, right, that, like, mass cultural yoga and wellness mm-hmm. and, I mean, the rise of goop that we were talking about, the v- vaginal It's all beads. Gwyneth Paltrow's fault. Yes. And well, like, yeah, maybe star- it is, actually. A, a lot of things. I like mean, actually, the Paltrow fault. family have a lot to answer for. She almost ruined Cause, like, Endgame. Because, like, we and work... And that was hard. We work, that was a Paltrow. Yeah. Yeah. Goop, Paltrow. They, yeah. The Paltrows are a death cult. Wow. Oh, my God, Big that's chat. a season four episode. The, <laughs> the Paltrows are a death cult. I've got to say, though, if I met her, I'd be so nice to her. I... I <laughs> I would suck up straight to her. But that's because you're professional. You're professional. I think it's just because I fancy her. Oh, dear. I want to talk about one of my favourite psychics, which is actually Anthony William. Now, you may already know about him because he claims, and I love this, he's a medical medium. Do you know about this guy? Oh. He's got 4.1 million Instagram followers. Are you one of and them? No. I, although I have seen his stuff on other people's things. And it, it's true. It's always after a breakup. Yep, Someone's going you. to. It's like when you see the self-help memes coming and you're like, oh, babes, yeah. are you okay? You can. This is it. You can sense a break. I can do it. All, I do it all the time. But do you know what? The youths the are even worse because I see sort of like mates who are younger than me. Like I mean, consider like Jen Zedders and stuff who literally post stuff with them crying. Oh, my God, no. And I'm like... Have some decorum. Especially when you know it's their third take. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) And this is the... I genuinely think something... And girls are the worst for this. That when the mascara's running... Oh, don't. And you're like... Medical medium. But the medical... medical, Okay, the medical medium. Some of the people who claim to do it... Now, I'm going to give you any number of guests I want, but you've mentioned one of them. Who do you think... He's a singer. He has duetted... With Daft Punk, mm-hmm. who do you think is ballsy enough to give them praise on their website, the medical medium? Can you ask? I mean, it could be Connect. I mean, at this point, it is the right answer. Pharrell Williams ah, okay. is a person who's getting lucky. Can I? Can I stress? I, I did not. I did not get that from the Unbelievable. notes. No cheating here. Actually, I think to be fair to Kanye West, I think he'd think it was a lot of shit. Actually, I think he's Ka- more likely to be like Kanye you, would like try and buy him. He'd probably, probably go. You know what? Too many Jews. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Who do you think would have endorsed this site as well? Would it be De Niro or Pacino? What? That's right. Both. No, it is... Who do you say, Rich? I'd say Al Pacino. Unfortunately, it's not. It's our favourite, Robert De Niro. Really? I'm very surprised. Unbelievable. 4.1 million people. He claims that spirits told him celery juice could extend your lifespan. Oh, my... Is that the best they've got to tell us? Do you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Is that saying? the best they have to tell us? Do you know what I'm saying? Well, listen, we have come to that part of the podcast where we need to decide... Whether psychics are absolute bullshit Mm -hmm. or legit, first rate, absolutely bang on. And particularly, I think we've got to get in the money, don't we? Because I think what James said is really important because we're not really saying, because all of us feel we've got some psychic vibes, right? Mm -hmm. So I feel, I'm definitely saying, (laughs) look at Hark at this one today (laughs) with his psychic chat. So all I'm saying is, we, we are now talking about the people that are profiteering. Are we not? 
We're not like mm. just cussing everyone who thinks they've had a psychic moment. Because then there are some psychics who don't charge for their services, aren't there? There are some people who are like, this is a gift and I have to share it with people. I mean, they are few and far between. Before we actually get to the end, have you actually ever met someone like that? No, I've always paid for the... Uh, <laughs> you yeah. always for paid the, for the pleasure. I, I did have... Um, someone that I used to know did claim to be a psychic and a, and a spiritualist once, and I was just like, oh... This is it now, is it? Was he trying to get off with you? No, it was a woman. Oh. And it, but she, was she trying to get off with you? No, I don't think so. But she had a history of sort of, oh, this is what she's doing this week. We've all got that, mate. Okay, yeah. We've all got that, mate. Like, uh, this is it this week. Oh, we'll, we'll just ride this out and then we'll wait for the next <laughs> thing. Yeah. Anyway, back to the matter at hand. Is the psychic realm... Is it a foregazy? Is it a conspiracy theory? Or is it an actual conspiracy? James? I'm going to go full Remainer and side with the EU on this. I think it's fine for entertainment and bollocks for everything else. Bollocks for everything else. Profound. Okay. I I think... um, I agree with you. I think there is something else that we can't yet tap into, that we have the ability to, that some people can, but I think that some people do take advantage of. So I I do think it exists on a level that we don't understand. Mm. If psychic that, centrist. If that makes sense. <laughs> the psychic centrist is brilliant. Well, I think, as I've been saying, that there are lots of things within the lived human experience we have no understanding of. And I think consciousness mm-hmm. and the ability to cognate things. But no, I do think that sort of I find it impossible to believe that there is not a whole world that we don't understand mm. in terms of consciousness. Thank you for joining us this week. Now, Rach, yes. where can people find you on your social media? Well, I'm on uh, Instagram, tw- Twitter, TikTok, Tactic, whatever you called it. Um, I think you will find it is TikTok. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't do anything on TikTok, though. I'm just there. Um, but you've got to mention it, haven't you? Uh, am I, I'm just at Rachel Fairburn. And tell us a bit more about the amazing podcast you do with uh, Kiri Pritchard McLean. So I do a podcast called All Killer No Filler, which has been, it's coming up to its seventh birthday on Halloween. Ooh. And uh, that is a, it's about serial killers. Yeah. And it's, it's very popular. And I've heard that you have another podcast coming up about ghosting. I do. I've recently, well, it's coming out on the 31st of October. Halloween again. Handy coincidence. I know. Uh, and it's called Ghoul Guide. And basically, it's a, a series where I visited haunted places around the UK. Did you fuck? Did you actually do that? Yes. Were you not shitting yourself? Um, yes, I was actually, because I am absolutely terrified of it. I'm terrified of the super. Fascinated, but terrified. I visit all these different locations, and I get told three stories about the location. And one of them is the true story. In inverted, <laughs> That's you know, good. true story, and I have to because uh, obviously I have to stay there for the night. I have to explore, and I have to guess which is the true story. Oh my god, which one did you shit yourself in most? <sighs> god, this is so. We went to a place called Dunwich, um, which is near. The only way I can describe this, well, it's just near where Latitude Festival is, but it's a seaside town, and I'd never tiny little village actually. I'd never been on a beach in the UK so late at night, and I was really. Um, Frightened by it. and there was a forest that? that we went into as well. I really didn't weird, like weird vibes. Beaches in the dark, weird, especially yeah. if someone does a big fire. Yeah, but there was nobody, not a soul on the beach, and it was it was really yeah, it was great. It was really good fun. And to make. so where where can we listen? You can find it on Global Player and wherever you get your podcasts.
Excellent. Lovely. There well, you listen, go. thank you so much for coming on the podcast. You can, of course, join us on the Tier 4 Platinum Circle for just $2.99, the snip of a price of a Blackpool psychic, and get over 20 episodes of bonus content. So, we'll be and back. And a mailbox episode. We'll be a, a mailbox, mailbox episode. episode. Because that's right. <laughs> At last. Finally, we're going to be listening to what you've had to say to us. I know you've been desperate for it, and we've been very excited. I've even lost my voice. I've been so excited about this. Our producer was Michael Dale. Our engineers, Jay Beal, Josh Gibbs, Gully Lawrence Tickle and Teddy Riley. Production coordinator was Lily Hambly. Our marketing coordinator, Emily Webb. And our executive producer, Alex Lawless. With additional production from Chris Skinner. So from James, from myself and from Rachel, good night and have a happy Halloween. Ooh. <laughs>